What's up, everybody? Chef Tristan Rogers here with On the Back Burner Podcast. We have a guest tonight. His name is Mike White, philanthropist. Is that how you say philanthropist? And great chef as well, great friend. Uh, He's going to be talking about ways of opening up restaurants and what he's been doing in the community. So stay tuned. DJ Mitch the Kid, spin that shit. This is On the Back Burner with executive chefs Tristan Rogers and Dominic Valenzuela. All right. Another awesome episode of On the Back Burner. I'm Chef Tristan Rogers. And I'm Chef Dominic Valenzuela. And I'm excited about this one. We got a good friend, Chef Mike White. What's up? Humanitarian. Seriously. Chef. Restaurateur. Dude. Fucking just amazing, good fucking guy. Could throw a fucking 85 mile an hour fastball at yes, this sir. age. What, what yes, did sir. that start happening? Yes, sir. Oh, I've been playing baseball my well, whole I life. I've been playing baseball your whole life. I was over at out I at mean, the, is your game still going on? I'm, yeah, yes, it still is. That's how addicted I am. But, you know. uh, no, I was over at round one the other day, and I, I were hearing some uh, some some youngsters talking about how uh, fast they could throw. When I looked at the number up there, I'm like. I just had knee surgery. I'm like, all right, should I do it? Because I don't want to hurt myself. I can't throw my hardest. Went over there and fucking. Oh, no, yeah, no, we're good. Okay, yeah, sorry, yeah, I didn't good. ask that question first. <laughs> fucking cuss all okay, you fucking want. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I just uh, hurled it up there at like 84.5 on the first throw. I was like, I'm walking away now. Like, yeah. <laughs> nice, man. Yeah. No warm up, no That's nothing. That's right. That's right. We're so next day. Cold. Um, today's the next day. Oh, so I'm fine. <laughs> I think it's the next day. I don't know how the calendar works at this point. Be fucking careful with that knee, buddy. But hey, I, I just want to say we're coming off of this fucking high for yeah. this 505 food fight that, that uh, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that you yeah. put together Definitely. Definitely. with the trucks. It was That amazing. was such a cool event. So tell us tell us about that. Like, Tell us about what we did and, and what sure. you accomplished and, and all that stuff. So uh, Hollow Spirits was our gracious host of our last exhibition food fight. It was amazing. Fight. It was so amazing. one of the things that I'm trying to bring new to the 505 food fights is exhibitions mm-hmm. or like unique versions of 505 food fights. So great I thought idea. one great way to do this would be to showcase some of the awesome food trucks we have out here in town. Mm-hmm. So you guys had the awesome uh, uh, you know lot and, and the perfect setup to host this. We had seven food trucks come out. Uh, and we gave them a secret ingredient. We actually gave them two secret ingredients. We gave them three, three secret, secret ingredients. ingredients. They were only planning on giving them two, but at the last <laughs> minute we said, let's screw with these guys and give them a third. Right. Uh, we challenged them with making a sweet, uh, sweet treat, a savory dish, and then they were allowed to bring their own signature dish as well. So there was three categories to be judged upon. Uh, and it was all popular vote, like in attendance. It wasn't like a, uh, a judging panel of three people or anything. So there mm-hmm. was, you know, hundreds of votes were cast that right. day, which was awesome. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was just we, we went out there. I mean, you we had just a great time. I mean, we were just tons amazing. of awesome food that we were playing cornhole. We had New Mexico photo booth out there. We had a fucking um, putt, putt. we had a little putt putt thing out there. Yeah, it was, uh, and that's that's I think we're really missing you on that one. Was the photo booth? Uh, yeah, I was uh I was stuck in Texas. My stuck. flight got delayed. I was coming back from Puerto Vallarta mm-hmm. with much needed relaxation, my yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah. Little Spanish class out there, you, you know. Very to, good. You didn't go to Valenzuela. <laughs> but yeah, I was very disappointed. I was very disappointed that I missed that. It looked like amazing time. And of course, I am always about the food and what these guys do with the ingredients and I like I genuinely like watching and seeing how their minds yeah. all work. 
You know, because the first thing I do once I see those ingredients is I start playing around in my you play your own game in your head. Yeah, yeah I love that game. I love the game of the three three ingredient money, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Even the, the fan favorite Tika. Tika Spice. Tika Spice won the popular the vote popular that day. Vote. The, 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 the signature, uh, was it the savory or no, the signature item they the won signature that day. signature item. And they, uh, yeah, they had the most votes in that category. So Funny thing with it. Oh, about that, though. I know it. I know it's coming. You know it's coming, right? I know it's coming, Tika. So, like, we're literally 15 minutes. First of all, hold 15 on. 15 minutes? Do you know what the secret ingredients were? Oh, no, yes, please. Let's, let's, let's tell Please tell them. The secret ingredients we unveiled were, the original ingredients were uh, just, uh, I think it was 80% dark chocolate. Yep. Uh, now is obviously to use for your sweet, and then we had whole chicken walks. So yeah. we added we added uh, some whiskey. hollow spirits whiskey yeah. to that. As, the, like, our again. first malt, our first yeah. single malt. So Ooh. chicken walks, chicken wogs, mm-hmm. whole, whole yeah. without giblets. For those of you listening that doesn't right. know what that means, it's a whole chicken. It's not like here's a chicken breast. Here's your whole chickens. There you go. Right. Premise set. So, with that being said, 15 minutes into this food fight, chicken spice is like, hey, we're ready to serve. And uh, who was it? Uh, who was it? Like, oh, Marie. She was like, oh no, yeah. She was like, they're already ready to fucking serve, and I was like, mm, how the fuck is that possible? Yeah. We gave them chicken wog, so they broke down a whole chicken, like multiple whole chickens, and they're already ready to serve. And I was like, that's, that's season garnish all the way yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, that's impossible. So me and Dan went up to the truck and we're like. How the fuck are you guys ready to serve already? Yeah. Did you use the chick? Did you use the chicken wogs? No, we used our chicken. Yeah. The same thing. How the fuck that defeats the fucking purpose oh. of the fucking? <laughs> like credit, credit to them though. Yeah. Credit to them that they actually they had, had chicken to, on the menu that day. Well, credit to them, they had to restart. Yeah, they started over from scratch right then and did it. Fifteen minutes in, and they had they did have more time than we had. We gave them ninety minutes. We gave them ninety minutes because you know what I mean. It's you, you need hundreds to do it. of people. Yeah, hundreds of people. But they had actually came in and they had the second. <laughs> you don't need a champ, champ. They had the second best. Yeah. Uh, second best uh, dish. Uh, Actually, so credit to them. Yeah, but still, don't cheat. <laughs> she never win. You, yeah, I was saying Tristan will come for you. He's All the right. security now. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, come on, seriously, chicken wog, and you're ready to serve in 15 minutes. Like, that's either undercooked. Or you haven't or, even touched it. Or, or, or you're serving sashimi or, or chicken. Or you're just serving some, some basic <laughs> ass shit. You're just serving some basic ass shit. But either way, great event. Yeah, that was a badass event. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was um, for uh, Sophia's... Sophia's uh, Foundation for Autism. What we ended up right. doing is we pre-sold some tickets and then we collected donations at the door too. Um, so after actually having totaled that all out, um, I don't know if we actually announced this online or not yet, but this is the single highest... At least to my knowledge, single highest attended food fight ever, yep. and the highest grossing food fight ever uh, for just a single event. So right. we were able to uh, raise, I think it was almost uh, like thirty-five hundred dollars yeah. for this single food fight right. for Sophia's Foundation for Autism. And uh, just a gauge of how many people showed up, we bought wristbands for the alcohol and everything <laughs> out there. And I was like, "All right." So I, I, in my head, I'm like, if we have 100, 150 people, it'll be super, super stoked. Like, it'll be a successful event. So I bought 200 wristbands. We ran out, like, halfway through the event. Oh, I was geez. like, okay, there's, like, we more people who We started writing people's writing hands. People's hands. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys have all kinds of awesome stuff going on on top of that, too. You had uh, the United Viewing the, Party going yeah, on. We are an official watch party, which happened to co- correspond with that. 
But a lot of those people came out mm -hmm. and actually bought tickets as well. Yeah, like wow. they, they actually wanted to participate in yeah. it as well. So it was uh, it, it worked out beautifully, honestly. And and you know, kudos, man, to to all the stuff that you do for the community, man. Nice. Like seriously, you're like one. You're 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 the spearhead, man, of of actually the example of what of what everyone should be doing. And I just want to—I just want to commend you on that. One hundred percent agree. One hundred percent agree. You know, you—you—you you, you, uh, kind of set set the tone as far as like what this chef community needs to be about, giving and, back. and then giving back. You know, Seriously. that we're constantly paying forward, and we're constantly uh, showing our gratitude for the blessings that we have. Yeah. You know, to yeah. to those that are coming after us. You know, right. so I, yeah. I, you know, thank you. Appreciate that, both of you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I mean. Uh, a, a large part of it is, you know, I see there's a need here and there's only so many people that I think can fill it like us that we can do. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I feel like it's a responsibility to do so. And uh, a whole other part of it is uh, my personal mental state and probably a conversation for me and plus, but uh, like, I don't want anybody Talk else to hurt. It. Like, you know Talk what I mean? Like it. if I see people hurting, I think I, I got to do something about it, you know? Like, and there's no shortage of that in this state. Like, and there's no, <laughs> and there's no, there's no secret about it. You, you deal with mental health issues. Yeah, big time. No, I have, uh, I have a dissociative bipolar disorder, mm -hmm. uh, among several other things, but yeah, that's right. the, that's my, that's well, my big flag there, I guess, is the dissociative bipolar Well, that's disorder, the thing too, so. is like, you know, Project Mise Plus, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's something, that I would, I really want you to be, you know, involved in as well, um, especially mentoring kids that are coming sure. out of, out of, uh, out of culinary school. Yeah, but also one of the uh, uh, the other things too is you're an avid mar marijuana smoker because Big time. it helps you absolutely publicly. Uh, so yeah, um, I, I'm all for it. Uh, I'm not saying it replaces everything and is the cure all because that's mm -hmm. just silly to advocate it that way. Mm -hmm. uh, but it does have very very strong benefits you know i mean i have to take a number of uh prescription medications for all my conditions on a daily basis and if nothing else it helps me keep those down like you know what i mean right. like sometimes you need to do that and then people like us that have to work you know 10 12 20 hours a day in some yeah. cases yeah. uh you know it's 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 just there. It's you need that kind of stability when you're when you have a mental roller coaster happening inside your brain like I do. You need something to uh, bring you up, bring you down, bring you up, bring you down. So, so. not only do you deal with this mental health issues, sure. not only do you deal with you know running two really really amazing restaurants. Um, yeah. You do philanthropy work. You do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, give us a give us an insight just on your day. Oh God! <laughs> um, Starts at uh, by five, probably five or six. I'm usually, uh, I mean, at the latest, I'm I'm dealing with an issue of some sort already. Mm -hmm. um, I do, uh, for those that know, yeah, I have two restaurants already. Uh, I'm actually not too far away from a third one that I have not announced publicly yet. Nice. Um, so that's gonna uh, be happening. You just did. Uh, well, you guys don't know the details, so what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll have a third one uh, that we're working on here right now, which is definitely t taking up a lot of my hours lately. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, between that and then, you know, organizing the food fights, and then I'm organizing new uh, kitchen kids classes right now as well. Um, oh, and, you know, and I have a daughter of my own, so you know, she just started school and in high school and everything like that, so wow. yeah, it's... it's um, I guess yesterday I got up at five, started working on my computer, got to the bus stop with the kiddo at 7.15 or whatever, got over to High Point by 8 a.m., um, 
Yesterday, for example, we'll go with that. I worked there in the kitchen for a while, uh, training a new employee, and then we had a, actually a badger from formerly of Turtle Mountain for yeah, the last yeah, several yeah, years. Yeah. He's joined us over at High Point, so working with him at High Point a little bit now. Um, God, what did I do after that? Uh, administration, at least a half a dozen meetings a day, like between interviews or vendor meetings or marketing, um, at least a half a dozen meetings per day. Uh, and then I got to Rustico by four. I worked over there for a while. Um, let's see what else I did. Working on the food fight uh, bracket that we have that we're going to be talking about here soon uh, for the new season. And then um, actually spent about two hours on the phone with Food Network. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a very long day. And I worked, no joke, I, I mean, I, I probably... I had, I'm having the floors redone at High Point, so I was I rented a U-Haul and I got it back to High Point last night about eight o'clock, and then I unloaded the dining room so we could resurface it today. Uh, yeah, I worked 17 hours yesterday and I fell behind. Wow. wow. Yeah. I'm not a, yeah. And, and I fell behind. So. So. Transition. Let's talk about like the because all three of us. You know, we are we own restaurants. You own two. Going to be a third. Mm -hmm. Let's let's talk in depth about that. Like what it takes because you just gave us a seventeen hour day and you were still behind. Yeah, and I don't take days off either. Like right. I work seven days a week. Right. Like, that's not like hey, I need to do this so I can take the weekend right. off. No, that's I'm, we're lucky to get yeah. yeah. We're no. lucky to get one day off. No, I hundred percent. Like I literally, I, I was joking around this with with Ashley, my sous chef at High Point, the other day. Mm -hmm. Um. She was asking me, she said, when the last time you took a day off? I was like, it's been a long time. You know what? It's when I had knee surgery. I had to have surgery to take a day off. <laughs> but I started working again the next day. And they told me. So technically, right now, I'm on the beginning of week three of bed rest. Mm. Uh, which, good <laughs> yeah. luck with that shit. I just had, no, because I have a fractured patella right now. My right kneecap is split in half. And I just had my, my meniscus repaired uh, less than three weeks ago. So they told me to take four to six weeks off. I took six days off of my feet. I worked on the computer, did right. interviews, anything I could do sitting down, I worked. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and then day seven, we were short staffed and I had to get in the kitchen. <clears throat> well, and then yeah. after that. And then after that, uh, people you were like, well, you're fine now? I said, no, but it's a mental right. switch. Once I decide that I'm done recovering, I'm right. not paying attention to that pain anymore. Right. So. Well, let's let's highlight on this because this, this caught my attention. So you said we're short staffed in the kitchen. <laughs> For you, <clears throat> so. Short staff in the kitchen, being how many people did you have the boards that how many did you need to run it? And so how many how many positions do you sure, cover? Sure, sure. Uh, so that's kind of actually a good point is that um, we were short staff three people. So it wasn't like, hey, I need somebody to go cover the salad station. It was, right. I needed a chef plus there. That's why I covered it myself. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what I did <coughs> last week or so. And know, that's what like, people don't realize. Yeah, yeah. It's that... not a matter of like, hey, I need you to make salad diner. Hey, I right. need you to plate. No, mm -hmm. I need you to run, you know, saute, pantry, and expediting. And by the way, I need you to manage the front of house too. Right. <laughs> like, right. You know. Otherwise, sales aren't happening today. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And as a, the owner, I can't let that happen. As, uh, as the employee, it might be nice to have the time off. Right. 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 Yeah. And obviously, people don't realize that you know revenue is everything in a restaurant. Yeah. I mean, it's it's everything from our profits to your paycheck. So right. it's got to be there. You know, mm -hmm. to your uniform to. Yeah, you know, so I always everything. tease the line cooks. You know that 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 old joke. Every time the the printer goes like, it could be literally anything prints off, and the line cooks like, motherfucker, I gotta make. 
No, dude, that's your paycheck, homie. Like, <laughs> that's you that, that fucking eat. bunch of shit out of me. Like, what did you want to come out of that printer? People, Stand there yeah. and we'll pay you. That's How are you going to get upset about something that's your fucking job? Yeah. <laughs> like, when the printer comes money. out, it's like, really? Ugh. Like, like, what the fuck make are this? you doing like, here? What did you yeah. want to make? Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing but, yeah. here, then? So, that's, yeah. what, that's what happened the last few days. Um, I've just been in the kitchen kind of... Just a little bit by choice too, because I just missed being in the kitchen the last few weeks from surgery and then logistics of this new place and mm-hmm. this other project I'm working on is going to be bigger than all three of these things put together. Um, nice. So what? I can't why? Tell you about that one. I'll tell you guys, but I can't tell you guys about what, that one. You, <laughs> we've discussed it, and I think okay, it's an amazing fantastic. thing. So, so what is the like? Why, why so much? Uh, why so much all now? Like I'm why, a dissociative bipolar, yeah. and if we haven't covered that before. <laughs> I've talked to a lot of people have asked me this thing and this is the best way this is the simplest way I can describe it if I am not working I feel guilty all the time Mm. I cannot rest like I don't know even if the race is unsuccessful if I if I choose to take a day off I will feel guilty all day, mm-hmm. and I can't shake that shit. Like I, I didn't really go in today, and I feel guilty. I'm, yeah, see, I mean, I was Monday. Both my restaurants are closed. I went to both restaurants and worked. <laughs> you see? know, see, yeah. yeah. So like, I, you know, I, I don't know. There's a lot more to it. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of other ways to simplify it with mental health and you know fear of failure and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like I just I want to be the best that I imagine that I can be. And that's hard because nobody's going to have higher expectations of me than me. Than me. The funny thing is, is we just had a, like, you know, on one of our previous episodes, Kate Gerwin. I don't know if you Mm -hmm. know who she is for Happy Accidents. Amazing person. She said, it's not that I'm in competition with everybody else. I'm in competition with myself. Yeah. So I want to be the better, the better person for myself. And that's, that's, that's exactly how it is. Like if I take a day off, like in my head, and I know a lot of this is my mental problems Mm -hmm. and my anxiety disorder and stuff, but it's, it's like, you know, those like eight hours that you decided not to work. Guess what you could have done. Right. You wouldn't have been this far behind on the schedule or the order or the, this or the, that, or you could have set up interviews. I'm like, fuck, I could have done all those things. I always tell my crew too. It's like the job never ends when you go home. Yeah. Like you, you should be doing something. You should be doing this. You should be researching. You should be looking up things. You should be doing ways and doing things to better yourself. Yeah. Because if you're not, someone else is. That's the other one too. That's yeah. the other one that gets me too. Is yeah. you're not. I mean, every minute that you're not hustling, someone else hundreds is. of people yeah. are, and they're ready to take your fucking exactly. spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm not about to fucking be let it go because someone's gonna call me like lazy without right. knowing. Like, hey, I heard you took some time off right, and you, you right. lost it. And fuck you. Like, right. the fuck did I take time off? Right. Uh, yeah, you know. Right. I mean, I'm gonna go 100 percent plus. As right. long as I can, as hard as I can. And that actually, I guess, brings me to the other reason is what you said, why so much, why now? Um, I'm just not in super good health in general. This is, I mean, this last knee surgery that I had, this was my sixth one. On your knee? I'm 36, dude. <laughs> like, this was my sixth knee surgery already. Wow. I mean, I've had 30-plus broken bones, four concussions. I have osteoarthritis, kyphosis, scoliosis. Like, dude, I'm trying to make sure that I fucking leave a footprint. That way, like, my family has stuff here, and then I can actually have something to build on without 
relying on my body to do it later. Wow. That sounds like prostitution, actually, now that I said that out loud. <laughs> but, I mean, before my body breaks down, I need to make sure I can put it to use and, like, work in these long days and all that shit. So. Is prostitution on the market? Oh, well, you know what? Uh, if you ask my staff, they've been encouraging it for years. My staff legit... fucking me for years. Is, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that, but they've legit been encouraging it for years. I hope, I hope that the people listening right now, all of like all around the world, everywhere of the country, world, this is this is somewhat what it takes. No, not somewhat. This is what it takes. This is what it takes to own a place. This is what it takes to get it successful. And this is what it yeah. takes to uh, to to. You can't be successful be in passing. Yeah, you can't. You it's can't. not, a, and especially in this industry, it's not a, it's not something you can visit. You can right. live it. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. If you're gonna own and work in this industry, you, it's a lifestyle. And it's not something that you can just, hey, I want to own a restaurant someday. A lot of those places, and I'm sorry to say, but a lot of those places don't last long. Ninety percent, especially with people, and that's another point that Kid Gerwin said is that we have to take back the industry. Mm-hmm. People who people who owned restaurants like back in the day were all people who had no no experience in yeah. it. Yeah. So the people who have experience in it create the environment of good health, yeah. good mental wellness, hard work and and a place yeah. where people want to come to work. And I think that's important to mention too. You said uh, what what you just said there is that I didn't like these opportunities weren't like <clears throat> thrown at me or anything like that like i didn't go to school for this stuff like i'm i'm a self-taught chef i'm right. a self-taught business owner right like i didn't i'm not like waving my degrees at people and shit i'm not even right. gonna fake that i dropped out of college the first week i hated it mm-hmm. like I, and again that's my mental problems mm-hmm. i couldn't show up to that i just right. Ah. Right. so i'm like all right let's just start working let's start working your yeah. ass off i started off as a fucking uh i was a dishwasher at Krispy cream yeah you know and then that was 21 years ago. Right. I, same thing. I went to culinary school, uh, got about halfway done, or yeah. third, no, more than half. And uh, we started doing the testing, you know, graduation, and yeah. I was doing these things, and they were like, that's not culinary. And I said, fuck you. Yeah. And I quit, and I didn't, I didn't go back, and I learned, learned myself. Yeah. I did it all myself. So I tell I think people, it's hard people to go always to ask that too. Like, do you go to school? Like, should I go to school? And I tell them, yeah, yeah, like, go to school. If it's for you. If it's for you. And you're a school person and you like that structure, go to school. It's good to have that certificate. Mm -hmm. No, for sure. But, on the other hand, I will hire somebody that has 10, 15 years experience. Mm -hmm. Then I will hire somebody who has one year experience that just came out of fucking culinary school. 10 out of 10 times. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry. It's just Will. Yeah. And... It's it's weird for like you know uh, I hate to be the black sheep but no I I went to I went to culinary school nerd, and, yeah, nerd, nerd, graduated, graduated summa cum laude you know I mean, top of my class you know so like you say I hate to be the black sheep by saying that I graduated top right. of my class and completed college right. you no, black sheep okay, no, but I find but I find it interesting because um, when you talk about hires I actually at this point. I would hire somebody with no experience at all. I would rather the like the fresh, freshest of the fresh, come up and ask for a job because I could train them and I could I can implement a system 
to have them do the work I get the that I need done. That. that I need done. But I get the theory. But but it, where we run two different types of restaurants. We yeah. run totally two different lines or whatever. And what you guys right. need is obviously you need bangers, you need experience, you need guys right. that fucking right. know their way around the kitchen. Right. Girls, guys, girls, you know, you need right. the people that know their way We're around the deeps. kitchen. Where where I'm like where I'm like I will tell you everything to do and everything not to do yeah. and if and if I miss something I will figure it out and I'll write in the system for so I feel like that was a successful mentality for me when I was doing because my background is in corporate restaurant management like right. it wasn't in the cooking it wasn't in and stuff like that but I was a restaurant manager in the state for over twenty years mm-hmm. um, and I, my personal passion was cooking but yeah. I, I had that, that system in place for a lot of the different restaurants that I ran, uh, and it was successful then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that it's is... Not now. I don't think that that's even a possible game plan anymore because of the prevalence of job availability. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm having... Mm-hmm. For example, like, I could hire a server, and uh, this is... All right, I'm going to disclaimer real quick. I'm not quoting an actual employee of mine. Just a <laughs> theoretical... <laughs> <laughs> theoretical situation. I could have a, a server, you know, say, hey, you know, I'm not going to come this night because of whatever the fuck I feel like the reason is. Not even like I'm sick or whatever. Just, I don't feel like it because I'm going to a something, concert, uh, MMA fight, whatever, whatever, whatever. What am I in a position to do at that point? Can I reprimand them? No, not really, because they can go to the thousand other restaurants mm-hmm. in this place, uh, in this city, and walk right in and get hired on the spot. And, uh, and some of them, for the corporate restaurants, get a fucking signing bonus to do it. Like, this is like cell phone plans all of a sudden. Their fucking corporate <laughs> restaurants are paying people to leave their jobs just to fucking start at Paco Cabana for wow. 16 bucks an hour or some yeah. shit like that. Like, true. it drives me crazy. But at the same time, like, I'm stubborn as fuck. So if you kind of pull that attitude with me, I will march you out the door. And then I will work the hours myself because right. I got that kind of time on my Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's I'll, kind of, it in. I'll figure it out. But yeah, that's that's how a lot of that shit has been working, and that's why, like, that that's why I feel like a lot of the I don't even know what to call it. I guess the hourly wage market of employees mm-hmm. feels like they have the upper hand because they we need the individual a lot a lot more than than they. Th- feel like I, get, I don't know how I'm trying to say it, you like, know what's then they're available to have jobs you're absolutely yeah. right and what I glad that I went through in this pandemic was I was working on the food truck sometimes by myself I worked yeah. at my restaurant sometimes by myself mm-hmm. starting mm-hmm. small scale and knowing that I can do it all myself I can earn the salary yeah. that I need because I uh, yeah. you know I, I etched that into the um, you know to my books or whatever yeah. what I needed to make and so I I will survive so if I'm the only one but I'm the captain you know what I'm saying? So the captain yeah. is going to survive. We'll make it through the storm, yeah. and then we'll rebuild when, yeah. when things calm yeah. down a little bit more. That's right. what this whole pandemic showed me is that sometimes that's what we're going to have to do, and that's what I'm mm-hmm. willing to do. Absolutely. I think Kay had brought up that there are like this is why our industry needs to be of owners of mm-hmm. our caliber that have yeah. some, some stake in the game, a little more of passion, and, mm-hmm. and, and do their part in it because it's just the vision is not going to get you as far as it did before. Right. Not 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 anymore, you know? It's the grind. It's a daily grind. It's, what Don's saying is stop talking about it. Be, be about, about it. it. <laughs> Seriously, be though. About it. Seriously, though. And, and, that's, and that's... 
you know, you get a lot of talk from all the people who work in the corporate restaurants, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, people are, oh, you know, and then us, you know, oh, you're selling out. Like, no, I'm not selling out, bro. Yeah, like, it's quite the opposite. It's quite the opposite. <laughs> quite the opposite. So let me ask you this, Mike. Yeah, man. What would you tell younger Mike, just about to come into the business, what would you tell younger Mike? Don't read reviews. Um, <laughs> we're, we're here. We are. Yeah. Here we are again. This is brought, again. Brought up another time. Don't read. Don't. I mean. Don't. Uh, that's. I mean. That's the biggest one. That's. That's the one that. that I've, that's the hardest learning curve that I've. I've taken in the last seven years. Mm-hmm. That's the, the. The shit that I've lost the most sleep over mm-hmm. until recently. Uh, somebody know. that needs sleep. Yeah. For real. Um, yeah. The. You have to understand that people will almost always go talk about you when they're upset about you and they will rarely talk about you when they're pleased with you. Mm-hmm. So the reviews that you see online are such a skewed sample of your actual performance. You can't judge yourself based off of what an online rating system would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. That being said, we, I mean, we're, we're doing decent. I hear cause I have people that kind of pay attention to that stuff. Cause I yeah. guess it's important, but for personal mental health and stuff like that, that's not some stuff that I do. Like that's the same kind of reason I try to stay off Facebook and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I just yeah. can't, it's too easy for people to, treat you negatively behind a screen mm-hmm. you know yeah so I, that's that's just not I don't, I don't feel like that's a real measure of one's worth is well, a reflection of their online reviews mm-hmm. we keep bringing up kate in this one but she said the same thing yeah i don't know if you know what happy accidents they do the the board uh-huh. Yelp. I'm, I'm, yeah. So they put all the the. Do they negative, do like the low ones? I love that they shit. Do the I love negative reviews do that. upon on that, but yeah. not only that, she's created this voice, and you know, for saying things that we want to say. Sure. You know what I mean? So and she she made the point. She was like, it's it's revenge. Yeah. Because they didn't get what they wanted yeah. in their they what they felt they were yeah. entitled to. Yeah. And it comes down to that. It comes down to that. And, and even like even on a lot of these things that I mean historically like you can bend over backwards for these people to make them happy and they, they say, you know, all the all the right things leaving like great, all right, we'll see you next time and then thirty minutes later they have no problem jumping on a phone or a computer and Right. Like we just had no. I thought we were. I thought we met in the middle on this, you right. know. Or you know, you see those people that have uh, just you know woke up on the wrong side of bed and yeah. want to make somebody else feel their pain that day. So. I got I got one the other day that said you know obviously I own a taco restaurant and I got one that said uh, as a Mexican this is a disgrace to my culture and I am extremely offended and there was I give them compliments on the creativity maybe. But it was a one-star review. It's like, yeah. it's like, it'd say anything really about yeah. like the taste of the food or whatever. Yeah. It's like, and that's the other thing that fucking is, gets this me. Is, this is my place. Like, that's this the other thing that gets me. Is like, all right, so was spelled with a K, goddamn it! Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Of course, it's not traditional. What the fuck? So, so, so that was a one-star review for you. What if he had gone in, and this would obviously never happen, but hypothetical world. What if he had gone in and gotten like something that was like just served to him cold and raw, and they like threw it in his face and said, "Fuck you, get out of here." Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna score? How do you get lower than one? Like, yeah, are you right? sure that you? Your disagreement with this establishment that you don't particularly like isn't just like 
three or four stars instead of five, or you just been like, fuck this place, one star. I'm like, yeah, yeah. trust me, it could have gotten a lot worse. Fuck you. <laughs> That's basically like, you know, slashing somebody's tires. Yeah, like trying to that is exactly what it is. Like spit in somebody's face. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. Like trying to fuck up their day. Yeah. You know, it's like every time I see a one star review for anywhere at all, I'm like, it could have been so much worse. This is one star to you. Like, right. Right. like I. I well, talk about it, like I wish that they would just reformat of what it takes to actually submit your yeah. review. Yeah. Like, did you go through these steps? Did you talk to the manager? Did you first? actually did go the to manager? the restaurant at all? Did the manager? Uh, did you actually you know them on a personal level? Yeah. And you just don't like them. Though, exactly. Yeah. We had one of those actually at Hollis Fritz when we first opened. Some dude that I fired at Embassy Suites yep. when I was an executive That's the right there, chef, former employees. Yeah. Fucking literally left a review saying that I copy people's fucking recipes and I will never go eat there and Chef Kristen <laughs> Rogers is a joke. Like, sit, what does that have to do with anything? First, I mean, in like, the fucking building oh the fuck and wrote a review. Man. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, no, that's a, I just, yeah. You got too much time on your hands, line yeah, cook. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't deal with that. That mentality. The so that's the advice you would give. That's the best advice that I could think of on the spot for sure. Because I mean, immediately just over the last like seven, eight years, thinking. Okay, well, what's caused me a lot of stress is just like just paying what, attention. Has to there people. has there been any point to where you almost walked away from it? Uh, did some did something else uh, every day. Yeah. <laughs> Still to this day. <laughs> Are they hiring on a bank so right. I can work like, nine to five? Fast food joins across the street and offering like eighteen bucks yeah, an hour. Right. Like shit, man! I remember this is like forty bucks an hour. Forty hours GMs a week. Yeah, are making seventy five thousand dollars a year ass. to be like, a GM at a fucking fast food restaurant. Fuck. Like I was having that conversation with somebody the other day. Like no individual job in our industry is too difficult for somebody to handle. No, like, right. I feel like if you have the right attitude to perform the job, right. you should be able to capable and competently perform any individual job. It doesn't right. start to get stressful until you start to pull on more, you know, let me cross-train in this station, or let me add this responsibility, or scheduling, or payroll, or right. multiple locations, we're, and that kind of stuff. We're at. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that anybody could work like 30 hours a week and complain about, not about their lives, because everyone's got their own shit going on, but mm -hmm. the work itself, be like, this work is too hard. The fuck it is. Yeah, right. What is the hardest thing we have to do in a restaurant? Like, fucking janitorial work? Right. right. Fucking wipe a wall, fucking sweep. Right. And if you do Put, it, if you keep up with it, it like, it's fucking a piece of cake. Which makes me wonder about what their houses look like. Jesus. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, you, you I don't mean know. tell me you're not going to fucking scrub this floor? What does your fucking house look like? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I would happily, uh, if it got me, you know, the, the mental satisfaction, which I know it wouldn't, uh, just take on any any individual role in any restaurant in a heartbeat. <laughs> All right, well, let me do you one better. What advice would you give to young Mike White opening up a restaurant, the first restaurant? Mm. I don't know. That's, That's a hard tough. one. Like, I feel like it's gonna matter what I say too. So hold on, like I'm bound to that now. Once I say it, what would you say? Well, let's let's pause. And let's, do you have something in mind that you would? Say what I would say to your younger self? Uh, I would say uh, you're fucking nuts. That's exactly what I would say. And then I would say, but if you stay on the path and you um, and you work hard and you trust in yourself and your abilities, like in your abilities. You'll be fine. But uh, on the other hand, that is my Miss America 
uh, fucking answer. Yeah, I mean, I can say that to myself too. <laughs> I guess I would say that too. That's my Miss America fucking pageant answer. Oh, I would tell myself, uh, run. Stay the course. Like what you said. Like, I would say run. Oh, I would say, yeah. I would say, literally. God, you know what? That is a hard question. Fuck, man. You know what, that's, that's you know what, you know what I would say? That's a very difficult question. Yeah. I would tell myself when I was younger, like, you already got it. Mm-hmm. You already got it. Do it now. Right. Don't yeah. wait any longer. Yeah. Do it there now. You, you already that's got it. That's a good it. answer. Because I was waiting. I waited so long because I would, my confidence just didn't kick in yet. Mm-hmm. Until I fucking I did the work and I was like... Motherfucker, I should be getting paid like six figures mm-hmm. for doing shit like this. I'm mm-hmm. over here doing it for somebody else. Mm-hmm. This is dumb. You know, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. You know, but if I would have done it younger, I would have that many more miles on my tires. I'm not yeah. saying like I'm, I'm anywhere to fucking like crap out anytime soon. You right. know, I'm, I'm working all the time too, but I wish that I would have done it younger right. so that way At I At this could, point. Yeah. We'd be better. We'd be better off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's a good. That's a good answer. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. I, fuck you. I didn't even think of that fucking. You, that was a fucking, <laughs> you, you just Mr. Johnny I, on the I, fucking I, uh, spot. I graduated right? super cum laude. He just went <laughs> I went to culinary school. Oh, is that what culinary school gives you? I could have been a chef right out of culinary school. No, I'm <laughs> I opened my own restaurant right after I got out of culinary school. I'd have passed up your resume for someone else. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole interesting uh, question, though. Like, if we, it really is. It's a hard we, question to yeah, answer. Absolutely. But you just seem to have the right answer. You've been thinking about this for a while, haven't you? No, not if at somebody all. Somebody asked me the question. <laughs> I don't know how it to just fucking came answer. To me. Locked and loaded. A lot of my stuff just comes to me, man. You know, mm. but I think that okay. So, um, I agree. Like, if if somebody came comes up to me and is just done culinary school, I would. I'd be like, I'm sorry, like, I, I would pass you up. I would rather hire somebody with experience. But if I have somebody with both experience sure. and the education, right. I would definitely yeah. hire that person. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, there there is, there's a, you know, that, that kind of boot camp has already been instilled right. in yeah. you. You know what I mean? Like, the, stuff, the basic stuff that you went up, scrubbing floors, scrubbing walls, keeping things mm-hmm. clean. Mm-hmm. Like, you already know what you're walking into. Well, I went to culinary school. I was 23. And I literally, I've been working in restaurants since I was, you know, at that time, 14. You could work in a restaurant mm-hmm. at 14. So, uh, so that's, that was kind of my thing. Maybe I should go to culinary school. It'll be better. And it was like, no, it wasn't better. Like, yeah. I was yeah. more satisfied with the experience that I had. That was my thought, too. Like, was going, just... sitting into school, and they're like, this is a six-pan. And I'm like, yeah, that is. Yeah, dude. This <laughs> is a label. Well, I, yeah. I, that I, is I, a label. I stopped going right there. <laughs> I, 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 went to, I remember you fuckers from school. I, I remember fuckers like you, man. Bro, you guys come in, and you steal all the girls, all the freshman girls, <laughs> all the fuckers. <laughs> too cool for school, fucking Seriously, like, the, the teacher even in culinary school was like, how many of you have restaurant experience? And two of us rose our hands. Yeah. And two of us left at the same point yeah. in time. Yeah. Like, dip. Like, we're like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. have that's what I felt, guys. too. Like, I, I started, at, at then it was TVI, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. 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 And that's where I was going. That first weekend, I was like, oh, where God, this is some shit that I was yeah. teaching myself, like, right. a hot minute ago right. already. Like, yeah. you know, so that, that's where the interest lied for me. And, and at that point, it was, I, I started to view that 
portion of culinary school is more like, you know, for people that weren't sure or wanted to maybe test it out or come out of high school, I'm like, you know what, I think we're gonna start learning about this. Not for people who their whole life are like, well, this is obviously what I'm gonna be doing. Right, so right, right. There's no other option at this point, you yeah. know. I've got the knees for baseball, so I guess it's this. <laughs> Seriously. Well, we're coming, up, that time. we're coming up to that time for the back burner, y'all. No, it's the back burner. Mike, if you don't know, we like to put 45 seconds on the clock. Oh, I'm slow. Rapid so fire you questions. <laughs> all right. You answer them as you quick look. as you can. Uh, you're, all, you're lucky it didn't smoke just now. But all right. <laughs> we're going to put 45 seconds on the clock. We're going to ask rapid fire questions. Let's see. And see how many you can answer. Oh, God. What kind of questions? Are these like school questions? Wait, these are the just whatever the fuck comes to our okay. head. Oh, God. Are you ready? Here we go. You going to go first, Tom, this time? Are they a subject or a clue or anything? Nope. Nope. Fuck you, you guys. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's entrapment. All right, 45 seconds. What are you wanting And go. Does cheese belong in seafood? Uh, never except for shrimp and grits. <laughs> you go. Dogs or cats? <laughs> Dogs. <laughs> Dogs. <laughs> I have a cat. He won't touch shit in my living room. What's your favorite, uh, favorite Borqueño phrase? Uh, all sick, of course. <laughs> or sicker than bad, I don't know. Maybe that one. Favorite popcorn seasoning? <laughs> Fucking butter, dude. Stop at butter. <laughs> favorite, Stop. favorite boy band? Uh, I mean, come on now. We grew up with NSYNC. I mean, Backstreet Boys is the Wish version, but, you know. <laughs> Correct answer was 98 Degrees. No, come on now. They were popular like three days. Uh, favorite dish to cook? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fa favorite fast food? Uh, 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 uh. Oh, also no. Like, that was done. That was there's too many good foods that I like to cook, and there's too many fast food places that I'm too ashamed to mention. <laughs> that, uh, wasn't so that, wasn't yeah, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. That was perfect, by the way. I don't, we don't have cameras, but as soon as I asked cats or dog, our producer, Alex's cat, literally ran across the room. <laughs> so full disclosure, I have a dog and a cat, but I just moved and my cat won't stop shitting on my oh, living room floor. Uh, I put two litter boxes up, he's using them, but he still decides to be like, you know what, you know what? I'm going to shit you. right on your my, rug. My cat that just ran away, I moved in here like a month ago, and the same thing, my cat was shitting in my room, and all she wanted to do was go, ever since I moved in here, all she wanted to do was go outside. So I've been letting her outside, and as of three days ago, I haven't seen her. So <laughs> oh, she's, just just like, she's just happier outside. I'm like, you know, she'll like, be back. She'll no. be back. She, she will be, be back. She'll I, be pregnant. No. <laughs> no, she's oh, I was about to say. No. Adopted from there. Animal Humane. She's so out there doing that. cat shit. No. So real quick, no. Mike, uh, tell so. us about High Point Grill. Tell us oh, about okay. Rustico. Sure. And... You know, give us all the give us all the info, man. All the info. Uh, High Point High Grill. Point. Sure. High Point Grill is a tap room on the west side, uh, Coors and Irving, ninety-seven eighty Coors Boulevard. Uh, we've been there coming up on our six-year anniversary. Um, so six, oh, three years at this location, six years total from the point out in Mariposa. But yeah, six-year anniversary coming up. Um, you know, local beer, wine. You know, Amazing burgers, food, mac and cheese, tacos, nachos, all from scratch. You know, we'll make the pickles, the croutons, the dressings, the everything. Uh, and then uh, we got our sister restaurant, Rustico, in the Northeast uh, Heights at Promenade Shopping Center. That's 5200 Eubank. That's Rustico Italian Kitchen. We make fresh pasta in the dining room, pizzas uh, on our stone oven, and uh, just some nicer entrees. It's a full bar over there, too, so we have a cocktail program. And... Uh, 
We have possibly coming at this other location. <laughs> That'll be coming up soon. But yeah, otherwise, uh, we have the five food fights starting up next month. Yeah. And uh, the kitchen kids coming up soon. And uh, you can follow all of these things online in the various social media respective places. Nice. What is the 505 Food Fights looking for like looking forward to now? Like give us a little uh, so the upcoming quick season summary. we have uh, the the regular season bracket coming up which is gonna be a a chef and a bartender versus a chef and a bartender. We've got a couple of open slots left but not many. Um, and it's gonna be held at either Rusco or Hollow Spirits or a Santa Fe restaurant. Uh, some exciting chefs involved this year. Uh, we've got Mr. Champ, Champ, Champ back in it, Dominic Valenzuela. Whatever. That's me, y'all. That's me. Yeah, well, you know, the rain's got to end at some point, so he's got to... Yeah, not this time. I'll just blame dude. it on my partner. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a beast of a partner this year, too. I, I heard. Adrian. Damn. Ow. You're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm not competing. Chef, chef, I'm not competing. Chef, bartender. But I will make sure <laughs> to be judging a lot. Uh, yeah, so, he's definitely yeah. gonna be a yeah. stack the decks I'm there. I'm gonna be yeah. on the fucking curve with yeah. you fucking too. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, like, I, I'm looking forward to it, Adrian. Uh, so you're doing the chef and the bartender this time around. Mm -hmm. uh, Adrian, who really? was one of our you went guests, powerhouse like that. One of our guests. You went fucking she's powerhouse. She's a chef, but she started bartending. She's she's this is her she, first chef. This is Position. the first chef gig or whatever, but she's been bartending, so she's got bartending background. So I got wow. like interesting. I got a, a beast. Ham like that. She's got a, a creative mind, quick. Dude, like since we may not get along in the kitchen, I just hope we all argue. Uh, yeah, you might. <laughs> she's kind of strong. I can't wait. Strong headed, you know. What? That's funny. I I what personally want to thank you, Mike, in what you do for this city, the yeah. the light that you shine mm -hmm. on everybody. Uh, that Absolutely. you're not. You you always shine it outwards, you know that it's never it's never all about me me me. Yep. You you always try to cross promote and help build platforms for other people to be on that gets them the exposure that they need. And personally, I am grateful to have you as a friend sure. and, yeah. and, and an and, amazing and, individual. Yeah. Like seriously, man, like you you don't take you don't take credit. You don't you you know what I mean. And you give back to the community and. Like you're just you're just the example of what all of us need to be, and I appreciate what you do, Jesus man. <laughs> like seriously, Mike. Like you, you're, you're you're such a good dude, man. And and all our listeners out there, um, here in Albuquerque, you know, here in Albuquerque, and here everywhere else where you're listening, like you do amazing things, Mike. And with all with with your mental health and and all that stuff, man. Like. You're just, you're an amazing individual. And, I appreciate that, guys, both of yeah, you. Thank and, you. And seriously, like, we should aspire to be just like that. Absolutely, guys. Just follow in your league, guys. I want to be, like no, 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 yeah. no. be like Mike. Yeah. I want to be like Mike needs to be about Mike. Yeah. Mike. Not Mike. <laughs> I want to be, be like Mike. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody, for listening <laughs> no, to On the Backburner. Mike, like I said, amazing person. This was a great and very informative uh episode absolutely yeah, 100% man yeah. I'm at your service anytime you need no no you see that's just what makes him so much more likable I want to feel Pacana with a nice rugged are you rugged sure as one yupper said I'm not Italian enough <laughs> <laughs> this has been on the back burner with Chef Tristan Rogers I'm Dominic Valenzuela. Did you forget your name? Just like no, I, I, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Dominic Valenzuela. Sorry, I was uh, just 
caught in Mike's ice blue eyes over yeah, here, man. Blue steel, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue yeah. steel. I'm Mike. Chef Dominic Valenzuela, Chef Mike White, Thank you High guys. Point Grill, Five and Five Food Fights, Kitchen Kids, Rustico, something else to come. Yep. Chef Tristan Rogers, Hollow Spirits, killing it as always. A lovely producer, Alex. A lovely sound guy, Mitch, over here. Thank you all very much. Mitch the kid, take us out of here, bro. Follow us at BackburnerPC on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Recorded and produced in Albuquerque, New Mexico. On the Backburner is hosted by Tristan Rogers of Hollow Spirits Distillery and Dominic Valenzuela of Taco 10. Produced by Three Birds Digital LLC. Directed by Bolek Media and Marketing. Audio engineered and edited by Mitch Pavelko. Podcast intro recorded and produced by Randy Savage. Find him at savagevo.com. Original music by Rocky Rose. Check out his music at SoundCloud. What's the matter? Huh. I pull up in a granny out. I'm just a good fella like Ray.